Yo. Hi, guys. What's happening? What's going on? All right, should we start? I'm ready. I'm <laughs> ready. I know we're waiting for Martin, the latecomer. But, <laughs> What's going on, Mike? Mike is sounding blessed. All right, decent. What am I sounding Am I sounding good? Yeah, yeah, you sound all right. Do I sound yeah. the best? Yeah, you sound the best probably, yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, here he is. He's here. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. Yes, man. Yeah. Are you, are you okay, Martin? Yeah, man. Okay. Are you safe? <laughs> get emotional right now. That's a good thing. Do you, need, worry, right? do you need to talk? Do you need to talk to us? <laughs> no, no, let's go. Let's go. All right, let's get this started. Hi guys, welcome to Playground Gossip Podcast with myself, Francis, Reese, Martin and Smiley, where we discuss the latest events happening in the world and just have a general juicy gossip. Today we'll be covering male self-care and the latest video from Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, Whoops. What, 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 what? Yes. I think the question with regards to self-care is like, should men use self-care? Is it big? Has it blown up? Like, where do we stand with it? Because I know myself recently, uh, I've jumped on this facial stuff and self-care thing. And I think, wow. I think, because... I think men have been doing it for a while. It's just now that they're more brazen to say it. 20th yeah. century, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, 20th century men. 20th century. <laughs> hold up, hold up. I swear it's a 21st century. No, yeah. We are in the 21st century. No, we are. You better start in the 20th. Yeah, start in the 20th. <laughs> a lot of people. That, that's when the D-Lo self care started. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, I think for me, let's, let's start with the 20th century self care deodorant. That was that was the only self care man used to think about was deodorant. If you if you didn't use deodorant, that was butters. That was it. That was it for the men though, innit? That That's it. all we needed to do. It was yeah. either getting haircut or, or deodorant things. But nah, yeah. it's, it's gone to like man them getting foot spa, uh, foot spas and all them things. Then the fishes eating their feet. Mask. Oh, that's really dangerous, you know. What well, the fishes doing their eyebrows? Yeah, it's really dangerous for you because they don't actually clean out the tanks and. So, if, like, say you went in there and you had something wrong with you and the fish was eating off all your dead skin, yeah. then say the next person went in there, they'd actually pass the, the bacteria over. Oh, and it really? Yeah, I've never done it. I've never done it as well. My feet are too ticklish for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you know the worst thing is, like, walking away from a fish bar with foot herpes? Disgusting. Oh, wow. Is that such a thing? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, where before it wasn't, it was like something that just women did on their own or with their girlfriends, yeah. And then now, I think men are more into it because like the women like it, so it's mm. becoming more accepted and more something you can do as going on a date to the spa and like stuff, yeah. Like that. Do women like it though? That's that's the real question. Do re- women like men that look after themselves like in that way? That's a good question, actually. Yeah, I think to a certain extent. So yeah. me personally, like I like it to a certain extent, but I don't want you to be nicking my foundation and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's is it, the is, thing. Is it an issue? Have that healthy balance. Yeah, it's true. Is it an issue if the man does it more than a woman? Definitely, bruv. Come on, that would be pretty hard to do, yeah, <laughs> bruv. Like any, you know, what the worst thing is there are. And listen, I've got no problem with it, yeah, but like, I've, there are some guys who go over the top of it, like of they go the full works in regards to everything, you know. Yeah, putting putting makeup on. There are men who use foundation. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. There are men who use foundations. 
There's men who use mascara. There's like male, male uh, makeup line coming out now in all like all the different wow. brands because a lot of the lot of like men would wear women's makeup and now the makeup brands are realizing that and they're catering to like the male skin type and stuff mm. like that. That is interesting. I don't know, but I, but, I think makeup's a, a, a thing within itself. It's like, is it even good for women? Because it's like, does yeah. it enhance your beauty or does it cover up? And are you using it as like war paint to like hide? Like, you know how women say it gives them more confidence? Yeah. I don't think that's good because you should be able to be confident in your own skin. In your own skin, skin. yeah, yeah. I no, think that's, one that's, of... that's, that's, that is a good point because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Growing up, I used to hate makeup. I used to hate girls who, who passed yeah, themselves with makeup because it was kind of a thing of, what are you gonna look like in the morning? Like, yeah. when when there's no makeup on, are you that same person that you was at three o'clock in the nightclub? Because <laughs> more times, more time they're not. So more time you're waking up with someone different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Some people have been sued for that, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? For deceiving the person like that. Like, <laughs> all this time oh. I married you and then now nah, this is the real you, yeah? yeah now with the is... contouring, it's even gone crazier. But I don't think it's safe. Yeah. Change the whole structure. Like, I don't think that's safe in regards to sort of how people perceive themselves and perceive others because it kind of gives us a bad message that you shouldn't want to be yourself. You should want to be someone else or you want to be someone different. And it's kind of like some people lose their own identity because some people do look totally different with makeup than they yeah. do as themselves. And I think that's quite yeah. dangerous because, you know, especially when we look at younger, younger, younger children, like, it's kind of saying to them, you're not good enough as you are, like, but this makeup will help enhance, enhance who you are. And I don't think that's the case. I think, if anything, we should be encouraging people to love who they are. And yeah. make makeup is, is something which, again, there are so many reasons why people use makeup, but it's something which, you know, you shouldn't kind of see as... And rely on. See as, yeah, that, 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 re- that reliable source to kind of make you feel good about yourself. No, of course. As, mm. as well, the problem I find now with young girls, like when I used to be young and we was wearing makeup, like we used to wear funny coloured eyeshadow and <laughs> like foundation that was two times too dark for your own skin. Mm. And like now, because of a lot of the makeup trends are coming off of the stage, so like this whole contouring thing, that is mainly for like being on stage in theatrical makeup yeah. so to enhance your features for the people that are in the in the back of the theater that can't see like that can't see you as clearly i think where that's now coming to like the younger generation is so much more like intense than just putting on a little bit of foundation and some lip gloss now it's like eyelashes and contouring like there's so much more and they they're even more not learning to love themselves because they're doing so much more to cover cover up their impurities and their imperfections and at the end of the day when you're a teenager we all have bad skin yeah it's part of puberty do you know what i mean yeah it's I hear strange that. though because I, in one sense i like the fact that a girl can control her own destiny if you want to call it that like where she actually gets power from it and it's not really my my place to to judge it too much but also it sets a bad example for the children mm-hmm. so you have to have a balance of both yeah exactly now a, a lot of people kind of um argue the whole insecurity thing when it comes to yeah. makeup you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of them will say, no, nah, I'm doing this for myself. I'm not insecure and blah, 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 this and that. You get me? But obviously you're using it because you're hiding something. So is yeah. there a little bit of insecurity there? You know what I'm saying? You're obviously not happy with your eyelashes, so you're putting on thicker ones or longer ones. Mm. You know what I mean? You're not happy with the skin tone, so you're putting on a different skin um, tone, makeup and everything. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of changes with society as well. yeah. I think oh, yeah. as well the whole um the, the the general thing about you're doing it for yourself and not for others. I think everyone needs to understand is that we are animalistic creatures. So we are trying to attract a mate. So when we dress in a certain way and when we put makeup in a certain way, okay, there is an element for doing it for yourself, but let's be realistic. We are doing it to attract the opposite sex and to attract yeah. a partner. And yeah. I bet a lot of people when they get into long term serious relationships their whole kind of style kind of changes, their makeup kind of softens down and stuff because you're no longer going out to attract somebody. Boom, that is so true. When you find I your partner, that... yeah, you don't look like, you get me, you got your your 
wash cap on, you're waking up with that person, looking at 100 now. There's still a pressure from women, even when they're with, you see married couples, and she might chill it indoors with no makeup on, but when she goes out, to work or, or to the gym even you feel Cross like she, all, she puts it she, yeah she puts her face on so there is that pressure i don't even think sometimes it's subconscious pressure as well they don't even realize that maybe mm. it's us demanding it or not us but the world demanding that a woman look, look at a certain way yeah 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 the world that's it yeah because you do sure. have, like, in, in, as um, for, like, jobs and stuff, like, I've worked in jobs where you have to wear makeup. It's part of the uniform. Yeah. That's a joke. Do you know what? I don't, I don't like that, you know, because I think having to conform to a certain identity at work is ridiculous because I think... Yeah, I've not you know, there are, that as well. Yeah, there are so many places where it's kind of like, oh, you can't have tattoos, oh, you can't have earrings, oh, uh, you have to have your you hair have to wear way. heels. You have yeah. to wear heels. And it's kind of like, it's that sort of... It's, it's, it's ridiculous because it's trying to make people like look a certain uniformed way when I think that yeah, is the issue I went, where I think I people should be able to be themselves. I worked for Harrods and the rule was... Oh, name dropping. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, Naughty Harrods. There are other department stores available. So. <laughs> but the rule was that you had to wear heels and if you didn't wear heels then they were flats. They had to be designer flats. There was only two designer flats that you had yeah. to wear. And that is just like, I mean, I was really young. I'm not going out buying like no, nah. <laughs> and anything no that's the detriment to your health, like heels, could actually cause problems to you, and and that's part mm-hmm. of the uniform. Like, mm-hmm. That that's crazy. That something that can cause you health issues is something that you have to wear. That's that's crazy. I can't think of a, something in a man's in a man's world that would would do that. No, there isn't anything. Men no. men get all white like. Men get to, do, I kind of think they get to decide when they want to do something and they don't have to do things. So this whole thing about male self-care is because men have decided, right, we want to become, you know, we want to accept it and we're doing it more. And there's nothing really no one can say to it because it's now, because yeah. the man, because they want to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's on our own terms. <clears throat> and yeah. I think it is because I think, you know, as as we spoke about sort of before sort of start, starting this podcast in regards to men's self, self-care is like, I've started doing facials and I think that was something which, to be honest, I used to think of it as, oh yeah, do you know what? It's something which women use to pamper themselves, but it does wonders for you. And I think it's yeah, kind it's of now awful. accepting and embracing that, do you know what? Especially as you get a bit older, having to use these, these things to kind of help yourself, not even just sort of to look better, but to feel better. And I think feel that's better, the thing yeah. with, 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 with my, exactly. And I think, yeah, I think it is great, but I think, yeah, men's self-care is, is, is brilliant. But do you know well, what? We have to we have to learn from the mistakes of not women, but the mistakes that are made in the industry, and we and we can't rely on it. Like we can't start thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I can't go out without a face when my eyebrows tinted or whatever the hell. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, but I'll be honest with you, as a, myself, I can't go out out unless I have a haircut. If I don't have a trim, I don't feel comfortable going out. No one's yeah, there. Like totally when I have a. Yeah, when yeah. I have a trim, I feel like Superman. I feel like I can yeah, go out there, I can do, a whole I can do new anything. <laughs> a whole new person. Yeah, I think there's a difference to be going like out, out, like going like pop out, out and just pop into the shops. There's some women that will, mm. or some people that just won't pop to the shops without like Something getting fully done up or like having like getting like. Of course, you have to be fully dressed to go out, but I, yeah. I go out in like my like, Allow it. If I'm just running to the shops, like because I live really, really close, it's like literally two minutes. I'm in and out within two minutes. I don't have to go yeah. far. So you're saying that shop so shopkeepers seeing you at your worst. Yeah. <laughs> you can't accept me at my worst, and you don't deserve me at my best. That's Jeez, oh gosh, yeah, you it's you true. ain't you ain't taking Damn. my money unless unless you see me in my pajamas. <laughs> I accept that. <laughs> You know no, I, mean? I feel that pressure though myself. Like sometimes I go to the shop and then I put my hat on. I'm thinking, what am I doing? Like, why do I care about putting a hat on right now? But it's just a comfort. You get used to the comforts yeah. of of these mm-hmm. things. Mm. It's true. I'm not gonna lie. During this quarantine though, and since uh, my hair grew out and all of this stuff, and then I yeah. went really hearing about myself. I, I don't know. I, I felt more comfortable in my own body. You know what I mean? That's so good, I've been yeah. learning now. I don't not caring about you and me or blah 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 all this and that. But if it was before that, 
when I was constantly getting like haircuts or buying new gums or wear tete. If I was looking a bit low and my hair weren't cut or anything like that, I wouldn't roll out. I'm like, yeah, nah, I ain't going yeah, out with yeah. you guys tonight. You get me? I ain't got a haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't care now, boy. I hear that. As well, self self care isn't just about what you look like, like like your looks and facials and stuff like that. It is about like a mental state mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So like if it means you know taking an hour to do a facial to calm yourself down and relax yourself, then that's more important to what benefit it does for your skin. Of course. Your skin might not have changed at all, but the fact of it's like a placebo effect. Yeah. So because you've done the facial, imagine nothing happens. It's actually a fake facial, but because you've yeah. done the facial, now you feel like wow, my skin's glowing. It was glowing before. You just didn't realize it. Mm. Yeah. And I think as well, like women, they use their therapy, like their, their beauty therapists, as actual therapists. So it is times like you can go and unwind and you can talk to people and stuff like that as well. Yeah, it's the same with the barbers. I think you know the barber, the yeah. barber shop is, you know, especially for our community, it's kind of such a an important place in regards to sort of being able to go there and talk, you know, and, and unwind and sort of have those conversations which you can't always have, you know at home you know i think sometimes i go to barbers the conversations that i have there you know are you know some in, in, yeah. in some ways sometimes life-changing because sometimes I, I get so much realization from talking to others in the barbershop yeah about how their lives are and about how certain things have affected them and sort of especially a lot yeah. of sort of cultural stuff which is happening it's sort yeah, of definitely. a very nice nice meeting ground to be able to sort of discuss sort of what's going on and i think yeah. one thing that is going on is is what 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 <laughs> you know what I mean so let's 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 discuss that the video oh well, my I think the video is amazing yeah but why though I do I think, I think visually like when you look at it visually like the yeah. color, the like the, the aesthetics of it visually it is like amazing I think yeah like don't get me twisted like I like I like fancy colors and stuff but I just do you know what it is for me I just can't get to the bottom of this song and sort of, uh, for me, I don't, I like the song and I've, I've been bumping it in my car. Don't get me twisted. I have been bumping it in my car, especially the intro. There's some holes in it. Like, like, <laughs> hey, I've been bumping the intro. I've been literally wheeling it, wheeling it, wheeling it, like just for that one section. Yeah. But then the lyrics and then the video, like for me, the message that it's sending out, like there's so many messages in it. I think we've me. been sending this message from time. From day dot, we've been sending yeah. the same message. Like, people hold Marilyn Monroe in some high regard. Like, she's, she had nipple tassels dancing around bare man in business suits. Mm-hmm. That was just <laughs> as bad for me personally, yeah. But it's like, because it's someone else in a different time, we kind of look at it differently. But obviously, for kids, it's not a good image for them to take in. Exactly. But then in, I care about more who's in control of it. If the woman's in control of it, Mm-hmm. I don't mind, but say Britney Spears, 16 years old, getting pushed on us in a sexualized way, but that was controlled by men. I hate that. I hate that more than I do that Cardi B thing, because it's the well, control that I, I care about more. All right, let me let me ask this. All right, so so right now we've got obviously two parents obviously in in our, in our group. Would you allow your your teenage daughter? Would would you allow your child to listen to this and sing the lyrics at home? What would you do? What would you say? How would you feel if your child was singing these lyrics? Singing the lyrics. Well, singing the lyrics, <laughs> dancing to it, vibing to the video. You know like, what? It's it's actually a bit mad because the amount of music that I do play around my little one and everything like that, they all kind of say these kind of certain things, isn't it? You know them ones there. But then it, it, it changes when they do start singing the lyrics. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But all this music, is, it's too easy for these kids to get a hold of. YouTube. Of course. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? YouTube has just made it a, a platform where it's, it's just a click of a button. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, when it was back in our time now, when we was younger around these ages as well, yeah? MTV bass. It used to be an MTV bass thing, and it used to start... <laughs> it used to start at what? Like, 11 o'clock? Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There was a watershed. Times, there, there was a time. there, I was in bed. I used to bring up my VCR, put my little uh, thing in, and press record and go back to sleep. You know what I mean? Just so I could see it the next morning. It's true. <laughs> it's that's what, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why I asked, like, would you allow your children to watch this? Because the thing is, 
there are a lot of children watching these videos. There's a lot of children that are listening to not the clean versions. They listen to the explicit version. So they are listening to the, to the harsh words that are being said. And yeah. don't get it twisted. Do they even do clean versions? Now? Yeah, th- no, there is a there is, is that even a thing? There is, yes. There are clean versions oh, where they yeah. sort of like will say a different word rather than certain words or they'll they'll try and style it out. But yeah. ultimately, kids will listen to the explicit versions. And for me, it's yeah. kind of a case of, you know, well, I, the message I is bad. I got in trouble the other day Go playing on. this around my child. Like, not, I wasn't playing it for her to listen to. I just had it on in the background and her dad come in and was like, don't play this around yeah. her. And I was like, whoa, like, she's 17 years old. She ain't going to be <laughs> He just doesn't want the, the subconscious to even yeah, hear yeah. it. I hear that. And I, 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 get, I get that because, like, I, my, my daughter's, um, like, really musical. She loves dancing and stuff. But we play, like, really old classic music to her. So, like, mm. I'm like like the blues, we play lots of Florence and the Machines, Shaka Khan, stuff like that. Yeah. Not, no rap, no hip hop or anything because you mm-hmm. can't always control, you know, the lyrics or, no, what, or what's being said. I think if she was a teenager and she found it on her own and was starting to like go the rap around the house singing to it, I'd probably sit down and ask if you know even know what you're talking about. Mm. A lot I of think them that's do. the difference. If you know what you're talking about and you know what you're like, I think that's what you have to have an understanding of what it is you're listening to. And, like, I think of a certain age, there's no way you're going to understand, like, all of it. Like, the whole, the whole bigger picture of that. Yeah, the context so. of it. Do you know the worst thing yeah. is, yeah? I'm literally, right now, I'm, I'm literally looking at the lyrics. The lyrics are mad. The yeah, lyrics are, <laughs> they're, they're mad. Be, oh, my God. Do you know what? The thing is, like, even the saying, saying these lyrics is just, I don't cook, I don't clean, but let me tell you how I got this ring. Yeah. Ah. It's like it's, it's basically saying I don't do nothing, but fuck good, and I got all this. But I think sometimes though, wait, you are you really reading too much into the lyrics? And is they- yeah, maybe. Because when you pull pull apart any kind of like rap song, like look at this, you know Rick Ross when he was like, I put MDMA in her drink and she don't even know it. Do you, does anyone mm. remember that that lyric? That's basically date rape. We we can we can yeah, talk about anyone from rap. It's so bad. Like Tupac, you would love to show your kid Tupac, but he's talking about shooting people in the face. You know, like mm-hmm. that's not yeah. that's normalized for us. It's so weird that like murder and stuff like that is normalized in like films and in songs and stuff. But like if it comes to a sexual thing, it seems so much worse. Like, but it's so taboo. Yeah, and I think especially when it's from a woman, a woman's mm. like. They're now becoming like like I said to you guys before, we're we're becoming sexual beings. We're not just being objectified. And I think that's where people don't like it. Mm. Is that the woman's coming out and they're like, No, hold on a minute. We are sexual beings just as much as you yeah. are. And in and um, what we're doing is we're now objectifying men throughout through the lyrics. And I think that's what people are uncomfortable with. Even women themselves are uncomfortable with it because they're not taught they're not taught to we're not taught to be sexual beings no. we're not tall like that we're, mm. just, we're just meant to be uh, we're either hoes or we're mothers mm. that's it there's no there's no in between and i think the society needs to change in terms of that so basically what you're saying is society needs to, needs to change in a way where there's more sort of freedom in sort of sort of yeah, uh, I, yeah more, more, I... more freedom in, in who are so more liberation yeah and more acceptance in terms of like it takes two to tango you guys aren't making all these children on your own you need of women to do it you know what i mean and well then... just quickly with regards to uh the lyrics on this yeah um where is it where as pussy make that pull out game weak from how this is sounding there's gonna be a lot more babies because all this all this whap 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 is gonna be making men you know coming girls you know more frequently, you know. <laughs> so, so, so us, us men are gonna have to be making sure that we're we're, we're strapping up double twice, you know. So then it's a good thing then. <laughs> like, if if I was Jurex right now, I would be jumping on this right now, saying, yeah. <laughs> "Use Jurex, and that pull-out game will be strong." You know, what I mean? not, we don't need a pull-out game with you. <laughs> exactly. Like that's what I said, but as I said, like for me, like when I listen to this song, as I said, I like I like the jumpiness of the song. I love I love the song, you know what I mean. But it's just for me personally, I feel a bit uncomfortable with sort of like how the song may be perceived by sort of the younger generation and sort of how it may influence a lot of younger children to maybe you know do things that they shouldn't be doing or act in a certain way. And even young, uh, you know, young men and young young women, it you know it's kind of glamorizing sort of you know. You know what the thing, yeah, certain thing. 
sex has been shown for years now. You know what I mean? And then at a certain age as well, like if you're a kid or blah, 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 all this and that, you might not notice it, like where a lot of them might be saying something and they don't even understand what they're saying. Mm. You get me? Mm. But we're at a grown age now where we understand now. So yeah. now we're noticing these things. You get me? There's been like old songs or movies that we watched back I, in the days and be like, wow, I didn't know this is what they were actually talking about. Now that I'm hearing it, it's like, oh, so yeah. this is yeah. a bit, you know what I mean? Of course. Yeah, I listen to some of the songs I used to listen to it and I'm like, no wonder why like my generation just wants to be heartbroken. <laughs> like, so much heartbreak shit. Like at 12 years old, singing along to like, this man don't love you. I'm 12. Yeah, what do you, like, you know what I mean? And I think that's and I think that's where like it plays in society because if you look at our sort of generation, we are like the, the biggest like sort of makeup breakup sort of thing because that's the sort of music we were listening to. You either do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. R and B music. I, yeah. And I think now I think the problem with the music nowadays, it just promotes casual sex. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, what the problem yeah, yeah, yeah. is and casual sex is just dangerous like in terms of obviously you don't know the person and like protection and all that sort of stuff but then even when you are having like say casual sex with somebody you know you aren't building them foundations that you would in a relationship yeah. so there's no communication there's no trust there's no this and then you're then stuck in late life because you haven't been able to learn how to build them relationship blocks and when you want to get into a relationship you don't know how to start it off because yeah, you haven't been taught that. You don't know what to do because you're so used to having casual business with people. No, nah, very. So, 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 what were you all saying? Who's who's feeling the tune? Who isn't feeling the tune? I'm feeling the tune. The tune's hard. I mean, I'm really hard as tune. well, but I'm not, I'm not even feeling the tune. But I like. Are you not? Nah, not not musically, but I like the fact of. Uh, just women having this strength and doing it that themselves, power. like yeah, because look, we had time about this. We had um Usher talking about this, and we had what was D'Angelo with his V lines all out and that. No one said nothing. <laughs> this was normal. No one said nothing. Oh, they were just sexy men. Do you get what I'm saying? No one had no backlash at all. So uh, I like I like that it's in their hands, but obviously, if I had a daughter, it would be a bit different, probably. So. I think now I think it's time to kind of go to our sort of playground gossip listener question. Um, and it's actually quite ties into all of this in regards to um, sort of the power women have. Um, so the question uh, was given to us by a listener. Um, let me try and get it up here now. All right. All right. All right. Where we go? Okay, the question was, I know, I know. Do you know what? I, I, I struggled to find it. All right, here we go. Do men actually like having an independent woman or does it threaten their masculinity? Whoa. That's a good question. Me personally, I love it. Do you know what? I think it's a very good question. I love it. It doesn't change anything for me personally. There's, but you certain know, roles, certain roles... Um, but not on the in general, she can earn more money than me. That wouldn't even hurt me. I'll be happy for her. I, w I want her to earn more money than than me. I want and, and I want her to want me to earn more money than her. Like that's what it has to be for me. You know what the thing is? I I don't think it's an issue for men. I think it's an issue for the women. That's why I've always felt that as well. Because um certain women out there, they they want their guy to earn more or blah, blah, blah. If they end up oh, earning, oh. earning more than them, they feel like they're below they're them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then they start, I don't know, walking over them and then they feel like, you know what? He's, he, he's a nobody or he's a broke he's a broke guy. You know what I mean? And he, he ain't, he ain't, let me not use the S word, but you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Do you think that's a, that's like Stockholm syndrome? Because with, like 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 when you fall in love with the captors and and what the captors love it's like we've taught them that for so long yeah that like we marriage is actually selling your daughter or or man buying your daughter that's what it is so we've taught them this kind of thing for so long that now it's ingrained in them so mm. of course they want that so they have to unlearn things as just just the same as we need to unlearn these kind of things yeah i think that's really really like 
good point because I think women want their cake and they want to eat it too. Like they want to be independent, but they also want to be looked after. Because we've been taught that in society, we've been taught like you know, not say we're not the breadwinners, but when we get into relationships, that's what the relationship is about—the man looking after you and and you know providing for you and stuff like that. And I think yeah, it's a it's having that healthy balance of. Yeah, like, yeah, men has always, from years ago and everything, they've always been, like, in control of everything. It's always been built into our kids and so on to say that, you know what, the men are the breadwinners and everything like that. But obviously equality is is starting to step up now, where women are obviously getting um, bigger pay now. They're working for themselves as well and all this independent stuff and everything like that. You know, yeah, I mean, let's, but... let, let's not get it twisted. Even though we're saying that it's stepped up, it's not stepped up enough. Like there are still so many situations, there's so many, there's so many uh, roles in which women haven't yet been able to sort of uh, take control of. And I think that is, you know, a big issue where I think that equality hasn't yet been met. I don't think women do get paid enough. I don't think women do always get uh, the, the rights to, to certain jobs in which, you know, they are more capable and just as capable, you know, as men when it comes to working in certain roles. And I think yeah. we need to kind of become a society where sort of, you know, there isn't a sort of cap on how much a woman can earn compared to a man. I think it should be very equal, um, yeah. you know, because, you know, my my current boss right now is, is is a female and probably one of the best ever bosses I've ever had, not just because she's a female, but because of her understanding and because of how serious she is about her role and, and so many different things. And I think, you know, there shouldn't be a cap on, oh, this is a man's job. Oh, a man should get paid this much, whereas a woman should get paid that much. And I think, you know, another another area where this falls into is maternity, you know, and I think, mm-hmm. you know, Francis, you probably, probably talk, talk more about, about maternity, but, you know, for me, it's kind of, why is it that the woman is the only one that, that gets to really stay at home and look after the child? Why does the man not take more onus and control in regards to uh, looking after the child as well? Because I think, you know, men do also miss out on a big chunk of their baby's lives because they have to work. Yeah. And I know there are things now with regards to uh, split paternity and, and whatnot, but, you know, it's kind of at that risk of losing pay. you split your maternity and your paternity leave. I think, I think what the society needs to realise in, in the difference between, say, men and women when you're talking about maternity leave is the woman isn't just having the leave because she's now become a mum. She's having the leave to make let her body heal. Yeah. She's carried another child, like an, a being, and grown a being for, like, nine months. Labour in itself is, like, a whole other story. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So yeah. that's why we have, we need the time off in terms of we need to heal and stuff like that like i'm i'm quite a classic feminist like i'm not like one of these new wave feminists i believe there is an inequality there is we should be equal however i do believe that we we're not the same sort of beings we're different and and that's how you and that's how you grade equality i don't think like equality isn't everyone getting the same thing it's like if there's a tall man a small a small man and a middle-sized man trying to look over a fence you're not going to give them the same size box you're going to give the tall man a little box the middle yeah. size is an average box and the small man a big box yeah. that's equality for me but i think uh, I which, which box do i get <laughs> <laughs> you're tall enough <laughs> put you in a box bro. Right. <laughs> I feel like I, i'll get the, i'll get the big box <laughs> no, but i think it's true i think you know i think obviously for me independent women are are amazing you know i'd, I'd say you know, for me, having an independent woman is, is is so brilliant because it allows sort of, you know, you to understand the, the strength of a woman. You know, an independent woman mm-hmm. is someone who can provide for themselves and doesn't need you, you know, because yeah. exactly. I, think that's very, I think that's very important. I think, you know, it shouldn't be a case of needing someone. Like, you know, you shouldn't ever have to need someone, but you should want them to be in your life. You should want them to, yeah. to be around you. You know, so yeah, for me, it's kind of saying, important. yeah. And for me, it's kind of saying, all right, you know, I want to be wanted by my partner, not needed by them. So it's a case exactly. that if the worst case was to happen tomorrow, they could walk away and be happy. Yeah, and I think you know, as well, but... sorry, sorry for over talking. I was just going to say, I think as well the what, the point that you made is it's a partnership. 
Yeah. Like, exactly. you, you're, you're both in it together, which people have to, like, which we have to realise is that when we go into a relationship, we are in this together. We're not, quite, like, there's not one that's better than the other because if that was the case, you wouldn't, why would you be with them? Exactly. Yeah. Ind- independence don't mean I do everything by myself. I don't need this other person. It's just meaning that you got your own, Mm-hmm. But it doesn't stop you from having someone else there as well. You know what I mean. You're oh, just, you're just able to carry yourself as well. You know what I mean. You're you're a strong, you're a strong person within yourself. It's wanting someone. It's yeah. wanting someone to sort of help you be even better than you are. Not no, not exactly. be even yeah. better than you are. But wanting wanting someone to sort of add to that happiness. You know. Yeah. Rather than sort of feel the... that they 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 make your happiness. You know. And it's kind of a case of you know, if I have if I have a thousand pounds in my pocket. I shouldn't need someone else to to, to help me make two thousand pounds. I should no. want them to add to that value with whatever they have, whether it's five hundred pounds, whether it's one hundred pounds, whether it's two hundred pounds. Yeah. Doesn't mean we have to be mm. equal, but it's wanting to be in my life no matter what, you know, because yeah, yeah, they yeah. they have some they have something about them that that completes me more, you know. Definitely. So, what do you guys think about like paying for meals when you go out? Because I've seen like a lot of chit chat mm. recently on social media about like if you go halves with a girl then you're not a man or oh that's rubbish that is rubbish that is rubbish listen I'll be honest with you I'll be honest with you more time more time you know I might go out I might organise organise something I might pay my missus might organise something she might pay you might be going out you might be saying do you know what you pay for this I'll I'll get the uh, the snacks we might go yeah we might go cinema I'm, I might pay for tickets she might pay for the snacks yeah, yeah. I, I, that's I within think... your relationship what about a new uh, someone that you're pursuing because for me like someone I'm pursuing I do it's not about the money at all but it's I want to I want to take them. you out, maybe. Or I want to. I want to woo. You. I want to courtship, or mm-hmm. like I like. I like the feeling of that. I don't know what it is. But maybe it's is it dangerous? Because maybe. they might expect that more. Of course, yeah. but yeah. the woman that I want wouldn't expect that. She would. I don't know. It's weird because when you get into a relationship, you can have them discussions, and 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 she's hopefully a woman that wants to she knows you in it and she knows her money's your money when you're in in a relationship that's what i believe and my money is yeah. her money so it doesn't really matter what you say my is. money's my money my, no my money's her money hey <laughs> but, no she'll be honest she'll, she'll be honest with you like my right money's my things. money your money's ours <laughs> <laughs> all right when, you know the ones there where you've, you've literally paid paid a hundred pound for a meal and she ends up walk, walking walking the next, to the next state with a thousand pound gucci bag Allow it. <laughs> Listen, you know this, this, this is why my girl became my girl. You get me? Because she, she was, she wanted to put in her, uh, her, her, her hand in her purse. You know what mm. I mean? I was linking a lot of things that wanted me to pay for everything. As soon as my girl was like, "Oh, don't worry, I got this one, babe." I was like, "Ooh, this Jeez. is spicy, right? Yeah, yeah this is what handcuffs. I'm doing, handcuffs you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like <laughs> this. You know what I mean? Okay, I like babe, that. don't watch that. Get it." I got next time, you know what I mean? It goes back to my quality, though. It does, yeah. Don't do that, though. I think, like, girls, when they go out and they expect everything to be paid for, then they're missing a massive trick. If you really like this person, then mm. offer to pay and offer to get involved because you show that you can look after yourself and, you exactly. can and you're not just dependent on them providing. Yeah. Even if you just offer, all you've yeah. got to do is offer and then, okay, don't be offering when you're sitting with no, like, crazy bill and you know you can't <laughs> pay for it. Yeah. But, yeah. It's just the offer. It's more the thought that counts, and then they can then they see you as sort of your character and the person that you are. It shows a lot about you. Of course, it's crazy because think about it. Yeah, I've got a feeling these girls are actually richer richer than all us men. You know, of because course. they're not paying for nothing, <laughs> and they're just saving every single coin that they're earning from their work and everything while we're splashing out all our <laughs> all our paycheck on them and everything. And then they're nah, man, it's really. <laughs> but should I tell you who messed it up? Who's that? Who? Destiny's child. Why? <laughs> they they messed it up for everyone. They were talking about all this independent woman. Pay, can you pay my bills? Yeah, yeah, pay my yeah, automobiles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so now they're out there looking for a guy that can pay their phone bill, get them free meals and everything like that. I blame Destiny's child. It's true though, but I'm not looking for an object or a trophy at my side for me to show to my friends, like pick it up and show. To, oh, look! Look at this! What I've got! Like it's not that. I'm looking for no, another no. soul to be intertwined with mine. That's what Ooh. I need. So, that is, that is, 
That's that's romantic. That's that's deep, Reese. Yeah, yeah, but, but I'm single. So, so. <laughs> that's that one it's not working. It's not working. <laughs> maybe you need to start paying for more meals. I know. Maybe I do. Boys, the men. Oh gosh. But no, I think yeah, it is, it is crazy. I think we are in a society where there's so many different opinions on everything. It's kind of like hard to sort of tie down what is right because what might be right for me might be you know wrong for someone else because my morals might be different to someone else's you know because there are some there are some men and women who don't like to uh, be paid for they like to pay for things themselves and it's kind of you know they might understand that their sort of their wealth is you know in a better position than the other person but then it's a case of sort of that mixed messages of you know are you with me just for my money are you with me for the whole package and, and mm. yeah, it's, it's it's tough but i don't think that any man who does come across an independent woman should feel any should should feel demasculated. I think it's a case of understand that. Do you know what? You should want to be uh, be yourself and sort of. Are you actually, you know, trying to trying to go for the right women? You know, are you ready for that woman? Yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah, I think yeah. there are there, there are sometimes where where men and women get into relationships and they're not ready for relationships. You know, they they, ha- yeah. they haven't yet found themselves enough to kind of be like, okay, exactly. I'm ready for this relationship. I'm ready to give something because. You know, the, the, the most horrible relations are ones where one person's given too much and the other person isn't given enough. You know, yeah. and I think it should be a case of, you know, get yourself to a stage where, you know, you are financially stable. Get yourself to a stage where, you know, you do have something to bring to the table, you know, because it is very important to sort of, you know, have that equality. And, you know, there are cases where some people don't have stuff, but they really like someone and it shouldn't be a case of, oh, I need that to get to that person. But ultimately... I think you should know your lane. And if you're trying to go for champagne, but you've only got lemonade, then carry on sipping your lemonade and allow that champagne to be champagne. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'll be a girl that comes around, comes around with a few lemons, like, and it'll be all good. Well, exactly. And I think that's the thing. And I think, you know, it is kind of understand that, you know, beauty isn't made by wealth. Beauty is made by the person and the, and the inner self. And, you know, I think wealth we should judge people, but, <laughs> Nah, but... <laughs> Yeah, but obviously you can say wealth can help, but ultimately, you know, you can't... Listen, you don't die with your wealth. That's the mm. truth, and that's how you got to see it. You don't die with your wealth. And happiness isn't ultimately, you know, made through wealth. Happiness is made through you making decisions and, and being happy within yourself. You know, because there are some people who live in places without anything, but they're still as happy as the person who, you know, has yeah. millions of pounds in their bank. So I think well, Wealth isn't just money. It's no, wealth isn't money. Wealth yeah. is knowledge. Wealth, wealth is so much more than than just money. And it's kind of saying that, all right, listen, just because I have a million pounds in my bank, which I don't, I don't want anyone out there thinking I have a million pounds in my bank. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tyson but, said it himself. Tyson exactly. said it himself. You know what I mean? When he was rich, he was miserable. He was, he was, he had vultures around him. You get me? But as soon as he lost all his money, he was happy. He understood. Mm. Yeah, it helped helped him understand himself. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, I think before before we finish up, how was everyone's weekends? It was good. It was good. Mm-hmm. And I went to a barbecue in the rain. You know what I mean? But it was it was blessed. <laughs> yeah, so so soggy chicken. You know, you don't know it's there when you when you when you know the chicken's being washed when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> Francis, what about you? How was your weekend? It was good. I was doing um, my last essay for my for my course, so I was just been doing like loads of reading and writing and stuff like that. Really, nothing fun. <laughs> uh, knowledge is fun. To be honest, you know, as as you lot know, but obviously other people might not know. I've I finished my degree recently, so yeah, knowledge is knowledge is knowledge is powerful. Yeah. Congratulations! Thank you. Like, knowledge is powerful, and I think you know, as a yeah. teen and stuff. As a teen, I hated school, but I think now you kind of understand the importance of education. Obviously, it's kind of a case of, for some people, it helps you excel within, you know, your career, within whatnot. For some other people, it helps you sort of find yourself. And I think for find me, yourself, obviously, it was a case yeah. of, it was a case of obviously yeah. finding myself, you know, right. learning more about certain, a certain, uh, well, mine was sport related, but learning more about that, but also for career purposes. But I think having a degree is I just so the, powerful. I problem, yeah, I think the problem with school, though, is in the way it's laid out and the way in which yeah. it's set to you and, and the way they make you feel that if you don't get this, you're not going to achieve, you're not going to do this. Like, I think that's the, the pressures of school yeah. make it 10 times harder than what it actually has to be, needs yeah. to be. 
Mm. And I think if they gave us an opportunity to just do a little bit of, like, even if it was half a year or just a year to study something we were interested mm. in, because most people pick a degree that they're interested in, which is why they, like, excel it and they find it interesting, because you're not doing something that you have no interest in. Mm. And I think if they, like, gave us a chance to maybe do that, to kind of find ourselves edu- in that educational way, then more people would, like, maybe be into it a bit more. I, I hate this one. I've, I've, like... Like I completely hated it. Yeah, I hated it. But I, I went back to uni. I was five months pregnant. Um, I something I wanted to do before I found out I was pregnant, and I wasn't going to kind of let it stop me. Mm. And I did it. I and I did my my um first year. I split it over. Obviously, my my pregnancy. So did my first two courses being pregnant, and then had the baby and come back when she was three months. And I got a distinction. I was like really really proud. So I'm studying like criminology and criminal justice. Who did that with? And I think. It with Birkbeck. Oh yeah, I did go there for two years. I I went there for two years. Yeah, I recommend Birkbeck to everybody and anybody. I think it's amazing. It's an adult. It's an adult um, university, so it's all done in the evening. So you can always do it around work. You can work um, or any other commitments you have. But I think the best thing with Birkbeck is because where it's adult you go in and you have discussions with people from all walks of life and all different types of mindsets, which you don't get at uni when you leave school. No. When you leave school, you go in and everyone's of the same age. Everyone's relatively has the same mindset. So when you're discussing certain things, you're not getting yeah, that group really of like mm-hmm. that, that wide range of that like depth. experiences. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I, I shout out to Bert Beck and if anyone wants to like go to study, really look at what they offer because they're, they're really good. No, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I done two years at Birkbeck and, and I walked over a certificate of higher education because obviously I then moved on to sort of study with Open University, who I've just finished with. Mm. Um, yeah, but when I was at Birkbeck, I loved it, to be honest. I'm actually gutted that I didn't finish my degree with them. But obviously, where I was, oh. obviously, where for me, obviously, my career was obviously within sport. Obviously, yeah. I went from doing um, arts and humanities, which is what I was doing at, at Birkbeck, to then studying sport, fitness, and coaching with Open University. Mm-hmm. So obviously it's kind of like yeah, I, it worked out for me, but obviously Birkbeck is is great, and I think the to still work and go there and or still do your own thing and and go there is is amazing. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, Reese, what about you? How was your weekend? Yeah, it was all good. I just uh, just chilled, just looking after my man. Edited a few Call of Duty videos. That's about it. Love that. <laughs> Didn't do Love no that. Uni, Call of Duty. Couldn't do no uni. I went straight on uh, London Overground when I came out of school at like, seventeen. Done that for like oh, ten wow. years. Mm. And then I got made redundant young as well. Like I've done it all backwards. So, but mm. now I'm looking. I'll look into that Birkbeck or whatever it's called because I want to do a bit of youth work and uh, sociology. So I'll look into that. No, to be honest, it's, it's, it is worth it. And Amazing. and do you know what I've I've learned as well. You're never too old to learn. I know they say mm. you know, old dogs can't learn new tricks, but I think education is so important. And if, even if it's not to kind of get you, as I said, within a career, but just having that sort of, mm. that, that new knowledge is always great. No, of course, I learn more great out because... of school than in school, 100%. Mm. No, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I think it's school, school days as well, I don't think they actually teach you no, they teach you to remember. They don't, no, they, no, listen, they, listen. I, where, no, where I, I'm going I, with I, this, just, I don't think they teach remember, you the I do work world. at a school. You know I do mean? work at a school, so... <laughs> I do no, no, work no, at a school, no, so... Where, where, where I'm saying that, where I'm saying that, they, they teach you, don't, like, don't get me wrong, they teach you, innit? but I don't, teach, I don't think they teach you to prepare for the real world. Mm. You know what I mean? So, because when but I ended up in school, everything I learned in school wasn't what I was actually doing... No, I think they work should teach you sociology like they do history. No, they do now teach it. Sociology is something which is now on the curriculum. Not obviously no, no, not... Key Stage 3, but when you get to Key Stage 4 and do GCSEs, you can study sociology, A-levels and so you forth. Can. You have to choose it, but you have to choose it. What I'm saying is I think they should, st- they should integrate sociology into your learning yeah. from primary like school. Like you would like maths or English. Yeah. yeah, like they do with history and like they do with geography. And they advance it as you get up, as you get up, as you get up, till you're then picking your own options and you can go and do it even more advanced because sociology, what I've learned from studying criminology, sociology makes you understand the way in, the world yeah. works, people's relationships, this Black Lives Movement matter. Without a sociological sort of understanding, there's certain things that you just, you, you kind of take for granted and you don't really understand really properly, properly, if that makes oh, like, yeah, sense. 
yeah and i think sociology is one of the big like subjects which could maybe turn the world on its head yeah but then that maybe people would come out differently i don't know yeah true it is true so it's a a tough one you know the curriculum is is broad as it is but i think there is obviously some rooms for improvement in order to kind of help the education system but also you know that that divide between sort of you know state school and private school obviously reducing that sort of that that space in between sort of the levels but of how, how is, education. How is that space exist? Why does more money mean that you're gonna learn better? Why? I, that you know, make I don't sense think, to me. I know? don't think I don't think it's the case that more money makes you learn better because there are some people who go to state school, obviously people in my school who do amazing. Yeah, you know, we've course. had a kid that we've we've had kids that's, that's that's just gone on to um an Oxbridge University and so yeah. forth. For me, I think it is not the case of um money obviously helps the education but i think it's the case of it, it allows more opportunities and i think there's more of a sort of um impact in regards to sort of how they are pushed towards certain things and i think it's also the support they get at home you know and i, I think, think so. that's one thing that oh definitely i think you know what all of our prime ministers is, went to the same school like it just it does it's just oh, crazy to me but, but listen to this like what martin was basically saying in regards to that he like when martin you were saying that you don't feel people kind of leave school with obviously that, that understanding that they should have about about life and stuff, but why is it that you don't get taught those things at home or within your own environment from because your, they from didn't your mentors learn it in and their school, this? and then they didn't learn it in their school, and then they didn't learn it in their school. But then the 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 guy who went to the private school, he did learn it. Say, mm-hmm. so he taught it to his kids, so his kids was already ready ready to learn exactly. it already. And then our, like what, us lot now are teaching our kids that now because we're starting to find it out now. Yeah, the internet's so broad now that like even say the richest man that ever lived, Mansur Musa, yeah, I didn't know about him at all. I didn't know uh, anything about him. Yeah. Uh, he's from Mali. He, he was a very rich man. Like he he actually he set, sent Europe into recession because he had so much gold and he was giving it out like. I didn't learn oh. anything about this. I learned about Henry VIII killing his wife and Oliver Cromwell. All them, all them ones that we don't really <laughs> know. That's it. <laughs> like, or geography even. We didn't learn oh, tectonic geography plates. Was, hey, 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 Reese. Yeah. Geography, geography was the worst. Hey, tell the me worst. You, you remember Mr. Tubbity. Mr. Tubbity. Oh, he's the worst. He's the worst. The worst. But now hey, I listen. love geography and history. I love it. Like, oh, God, I hate it. <laughs> oh, I love it because it, it's involved with everything, everything. Like, yeah, but it's, it is it is crazy, man. But that's what I'm saying. But listen, the education system, I think, is it does need a bit of a rebirth in regards to sort of what is taught and sort of how it's taught and um, sort of the opportunities that are given to everyone, no matter what their background. I think that's yeah. one of the, the, yeah. the key things which the education secretary needs to kind of take into consideration, especially right now with how you know the coronavirus hit and sort of how many people were without internet that were unable to study at home uh, without laptops and whatnot, you know, that the, those yeah. who were able to do it were able to kind of keep up with education, you know. It's been a long time out of education and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to go back to school without that sort of, mm-hmm. that, that continuation of, of, of where they left off. So some people are going to go back, you know, worse off than, than where they were. The other thing that I wanted to ask, what do you think of this, uh, the A-levels and GCSE results being determined? It was by an algorithm, but now the teachers are going to tell... Their predicted grade or something like that. Yeah, but now it's going to be the teachers um, uh, predicting these grades. All right. So basically, I'll go through this. Obviously, it's it's in regards to where I am. Um, First off, I kind of got hit myself with regards to university. So we didn't get to do our last... Um, end the module assignment so oh, wow. they've done something similar where they kind of averaged out how we were going to do over the year and kind of gave us a grade so for me you know my grade was determined by that and kind of had I've sat my end of module ass- uh, assessments I could have got a certain grade so I'm not going to go into that but I could have got a certain grade yeah, so right. I feel a certain way about that and sort of a bit of you know unfairness and their only uh, their only solution was for me you can you can do another year and I was like, no, I'm. I need to move on in my life. I'm. No, I'm not no young chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we got. Yeah, but I've still got. To, I've got to do another year. Yeah, that's it's, it's shocking it because you know I mean? think about it. Yeah, people out there that have been uni and everything like that, their predicted grade was probably they might not pass. Lower. You get me. As soon exactly. as they got to the end of it, they ended up passing. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so they, they, they put in that extra work. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so GCSE is A levels, obviously. 
yes, there's predicted, but those predicted grades are based on mocks, which they may have done. And obviously, as we all know from mocks, it's kind of you sit an exam at Christmas, you sit an exam, you know, certain times throughout the year, and it kind of shows where you are because that allows the teachers mm-hmm. to see, okay, this person is, you know, at level five or level six now. All right, if they continue to do work, they might get level seven or, yeah. or whatnot. Um, so that's kind of why they do mocks. So it kind of is, in a sense, a sort of fair reflection of where they, they were at the time. Um, at the time and I think yeah. with, at the time, with some of the predictions, a teacher might have said, okay, they were at a five. Their target may have been a six. Would they have realistically, based on how they were working, achieved that, that, that grade? Yeah. If, they, if, they, if they would have, yes, okay, perfect. We'll predict, we'll predict them that grade. So for some students, so it kind of comes down come, there's so many variables, but for some students, it does kind of come down to the case of were you working hard enough at the time, you know, because yeah. for some of the students that may not get the grades that they want, they will mm. kind of kick up a fuss and they say, oh, yeah, but I should have got this. Oh, but, but then the question is, was she really working hard enough for that mm. grade? You know, and was she leaving it to the last minute? Because I think it's very important for us to actually teach children and teach everyone around us that you can't leave everything to the last minute, you know, and you, yeah. and, and you, can't, ex- you can't expect, you know, for you to, to receive something if you don't work hard enough you know, throughout, because, you know, even if you look at the successful businesses, it didn't happen overnight. They didn't, you know, they didn't, you know, wake up one day and say, all right, boom, I'm going to make a billion pounds. No, they grafted. So they went through so many hardships to get to where they are. And I think for some of the students, they worked really hard, you know, to to push their grade up. For some students, they may have been very capable, but they didn't work hard enough. So I think Mm. when it comes to the GCSEs coming out, I know A-levels came out and I know a lot of students' grades were put down uh, from what the predictions were. We'll have to see where it is, but I think ultimately, you know, I think we are now in a stage where there, is, there does have to be a rethink of the education system in regards to sort of what happens if this happens again, you know, because there is talk of another, mm-hmm. an, another spike, another lockdown, and yeah. you know, where are we going to be then? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think education system needs to rework, you know. So I think moving on from that, I think it is kind of like, yeah, we know where we stand with education; it is a bit flawed, mm-hmm. um, but ultimately, you know, education is 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 needed. So I think we just need to kind of see what is needed in regards to improving the curriculum, in regards to kind of improving sort of the work rate of some of our students and sort of giving opportunities, which, you know, because for, for some people, school isn't for everyone. So there is no, other opportunities that are needed. Need well, exactly. But you learn, you learn and kind of, then you, then you teach the generation after you and you, you, it's a constant evolution of sort of how can we, we progress exactly. those who come after us. Mm. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, so it's crazy. It's crazy, but yeah. I just think anyone listening to this that has got their GCSE or A level results, be proud. Don't worry. Just be proud of whatever you've got. Don't worry. GCSE, you can always, no one asks for them when you put them on your CV, okay? Yeah, so, it's true. They don't even ask. You don't have to worry about that. And like, there's always, there's just always a way around it. Whatever is meant to be will be, and you can always, there's always a way around it. There's clearing, yeah. you can go into clearing. There's other like equivalency tests. There's so much, yeah. There's so much other things that you can do, and your grades don't define no. it. No, and I think that's, I think just keep pushing yourself, isn't it? Keep growing, keep achieving, and keep trying to learn new things. And I think, yeah, you know, there, 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 te- there is testament within this group right now as well in regards to sort of where we come from in regards to our education and sort of where we've, how far we have come. And so it's I think it's sort of, I understand that, do you know what, even if you don't succeed at the first attempt, just keep on trying because there are so many ways for you to kind of succeed in life. And it is about constantly trying to push yourself and finding those ways which work for you. Yeah, you know? works. So yeah. And it doesn't always yeah, happen yeah. overnight. And I think as well is what I think maybe what we should take from this, like as a society, is to stop pressurizing our children. Mm. Like at the age of like when when you're going into uni and everyone's like, "Oh, what are you going to be? How do you know what you're going to be?" Like I'm 27, I don't really know what I want to be. You know, I mean, I still think, "Oh, when I grow up, I'm going to do this." Like. Yeah, I still I said that, that the other day. When I grow up, like I'm like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) oh man. So like it's. I think obviously there there is like you should have some sort of like ambition and you should have like a, an idea maybe but there's no there's no like if you don't do this or you don't do that then it's not the end of the no, world. Definitely. But I used to think like life ended at like you yeah. know what I mean you turn twenty five and that would be it like oh my god. Hey, no. I, <laughs> yeah. I just know with my children, uh, whatever they love and they they want to like they want to progress in. That's what I will push, even if I hate it myself. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. It could be ballet dancing for a boy that wanted to be a football player. 
If he loves ballet, I will try my hardest to push him in that direction. Whatever he loves, I will try and make him progress in yeah. that. That that's the thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of traditions and cultures back in the day, they wouldn't have done that. They want their kid no, to it, be this, and that is yeah, that. Yeah, There's yeah, three yeah, other options you can be, but anything other than that is a fail. And for me, it doesn't work like that. You're winning if you're doing something you love and you're progressing in it. Yeah, and it's not always about making the most money. No, of course not. Like, like I remember when I was younger, I was really into archaeology, mm. and then like I like Google kind not Google, but I kind of worked out what they were earning, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. You don't earn that much money. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah, bad. Yeah. That's really shallow for like, do you know what I mean? A young child to think like, oh, I don't want to do that. That's so, sh- and you never know if you did. If I did go and do that, I could be like discovering pyramids in Egypt. Yeah, cool. How cool Just FYI, hey Francis, just FYI. Pyramids have already been discovered. <laughs> no, not, not all of them. them. There's not more pyramids in Sudan than Egypt. In sand, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't mean like that, but it, the way in which you said it was like as if no one's discovered pyramids in Egypt. But, oh my gosh. <laughs> pyramids? What are those? You wait, and when I'm 60 and I'm out there and I'm There's discovered some, like a some, gold some upside down <laughs> pyramids. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh Is my gosh. It's a pyramid if it's upside down. I don't even know. Uh, that is a that is a very good question. <laughs> it's an upside down pyramid. Is it a pyramid? Um, <laughs> but, no. Yeah. Wait. Let me actually. Let me let me Google that. <laughs> is an upside down pyramid still a pyramid? All right. Here we go. Here we go. It's called the inverted pyramid. Inverted oh, pyramid. It's been found already, Francis. Hey. Francis, the inverted pyramid finder. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, what you want? What's this thing? <laughs> mad. At least it's made. What, make an inverted pyramid? Yeah, why not? I swear, until this day now, they still don't know how to make uh, make the ones the Egyptians done. No, yeah, there's a lot of mystery around them. it. Depends where you, where, where you, what you believe in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like an ancient alien. Ancient aliens, aliens. Yeah, I've heard that one. Chariots of the gods. Other documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. Um, listen, I'm gonna finish off with how my weekend was. Uh, let's just say eventful. Uh, let's say I was involved in a in a in an accident with a with a with a mo- with a delivery driver. Uh, so let's get out that way. Uh, so delivery, if you are listening, and um, please teach your drivers how to drive safely. And um, I understand that you do want your deliveries to get there on time and to get there uh, at a very very quick time, but uh, your driver's driving at, at an accessible, uh, well, a very fast speed and sort of not paying attention to the uh, laws of the of the road and um, not wearing their helmets correctly um, is, a, is, yeah, is a cause for concern. Um, but yeah, other than that... Are you healthy and good though? Other than that, I'm, smiling I'm, with that discount. Listen, I'm, I'm healthy, I'm good. I'm literally like just in shock and panicking and the fact that obviously my insurers have said that I am liable despite them driving into me. Wow. That's mad. You know, exactly. So it's the case, but because they're vulnerable road users, it's kind of like pretty much as my insurer said, um, they create their own lines, they or their own lanes and and, whatever they said, but it's a joke. It is, it is a joke. And to be honest, obviously I'll kind of, we'll we'll see how far it goes, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. He's alive. That's, that's all that matters. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's just, for all those out there, especially the young young delivery drivers, it's kind of just be safe and be careful, and yeah. you know, don't put money in front of your your health and your safety. That's ultimately what what it is. Um, but other than that, yeah. my, my weekend my weekend was 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 fine. Play football. That's about it. Um, but yeah, yeah I'm glad you're okay, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I went out in Shoreditch. Um, just a nice note for anyone who wants to go out in Shoreditch at the moment. Listen, I went bounce. That was nice. That was decent. But. Everyone is hungry to go out at the moment, and I yeah. get it, I get it. But literally, every single place, even some of the places that if you go to on a normal night out in Shoreditch are dead, there were queues outside because yeah. it was literally one out, one one in, and mm. I, it, it was horrible. Mm. It's, put, it's put me off wanting to go out at the moment. So what for do you me, think I'm, of the I'm kind of going to... Listen, all I saw was bare hungry guys. You can tell that <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been at home. <laughs> I no, went but, no, but listen, the day, it was worse. Yeah, it was worse. It's kind of like, all these guys have been stuck at home and 
even 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 some of the girls that be stuck at home, they haven't had any sort of contact with anyone else. It's kind of like, oh, I just want to get out there. I just want to get some numbers. <laughs> that exactly, that's exactly what it was like. It was you hungry. You hear the breathing, you know. <laughs> Listen, you can hear the you could you could hear the breathing, see the saliva. Literally, like you testosterone just... all over the gas. Yes, the testosterone is everywhere. Juice is flowing, and I don't even mean the I don't even mean the, the alcoholic type. The juice is what's flowing. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, guys, listen, I'm I'm ready for bed, so I'm I'm done. You know what I mean? Um, anyone got any fin- Anyone got any finishing words for us? No, I think this has been very productive. This has been a very productive session. I think your quote was good as well. Don't pour. What was that? I said many. <laughs> <laughs> Light skin man, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Tag that. <laughs> the bus the um, quote, and then we end it there. We repeat his quote. Repeat the quote. Don't put money over your health. No, Ooh. definitely not. Don't definitely. put money over your health. You know what I mean? Health is more Life important is than more money. Important. And health isn't only physical, it's mental as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, money yeah, so comes and goes. Yeah. Money, hey, money does come and go. It goes a lot faster than it comes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, listen, to everyone listening, thank you for listening to our first podcast. Uh, this is Playground Gossip with Francis, Martin, Reese, and myself, Smiley. Tune in next time for our next podcast. See you later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Peace.